0: what is going on everybody rb here welcome back on into philly take with rb yes that is right we are back for yet another one today right now we're covering all sixers free agency stuff be sure to like the video if you're enjoying the content guys subscribe to the channel if you're new and be sure to ring that bell so you're always notified anytime we upload or go live let's get right into it so just a little while ago some breaking news coming out of the sixers camp that is right the philadelphia 76 Sixers are signing free agent power forward george niang to a two-year 6.7 million dollar deal according to his agents george niang a former second round pick back in 2016 out of iowa state he played one season for the indiana pacers whom he was drafted by and then he's played the last four seasons in utah round of winning culture uh, george niang has been a guy who you know scrapping for minutes not really you know uh, an impact player for a lot of years and he still really is not he He's just your decent role player, and he's been trying to improve his game over the last couple years, which he has done, and he's kind of built a little name for himself. He's nothing crazy. He's not a superb athlete. At the end of the day, this is a decent signing. There's some more implications, which we will talk about, uh, but George Niang, uh, over the last three years, has improved his shot, and that's primarily what he is known for. We can all come together and rejoice, and we can finally say our goodbyes to Mike Scott, because the Sixers have finally brought in a backup for a backup power forward who's going to be able to come in, spot up in the corner, and space the floor and knock down some shots. So um, if this doesn't tell you, I don't know what else will. The time of Mike Scott, the Mike Scott hive is finally over. The Sixers are bringing in George Niang to replace Mike Scott. Um, this last season, George Niang uh, averaged 16 minutes a game off the bench for the Utah Jazz, and he shot 42.5% from three on over four three attempts per game, um, and that was up two and a half percent from the previous year. So he continues to work on his shot. He you know he lacks in other areas. He's not known for much else other than his shooting. But at six foot seven, 230 pounds, George Niang is known as an energy guy. He brings some IQ to the floor, and he understands his role. Um, and at the end of the day, even though he lacks in some of the other areas. What the Sixers need off the bench is shooting. So I'm hoping that this guy is going to be able to come in here, give us his 10 to 15 minutes a night, knock down some shots, spot up in the corner, and really just give us that supplemental shooting that we really have not had off the bench. And he's even been known to um, improve his defense over the last year or two, um, according to some things. George Niang, you know, obviously he brings that that energy and he's vocal on the floor. And, And I do think Philly fans are going to get accustomed to this guy eventually, as long as he's not too inconsistent. but at the end of the day George Niang uh, has been working on his defense. I'm not saying he's going to, you know, end up being some great defensive player, but as long as he can hold his own at least better than Mike Scott was able to and knock down some shots for us, this is a decent signing at the end of the day. And the Sixers finally bringing a backup for, I don't know how to feel about this as in where we are going. I don't think we're done signing players. So I kind of want to see how things shape up before I'm saying George Niang is one of our top options off the bench uh, in terms of scoring, but where this definitely starts to get interesting. If you guys haven't seen um, just a little while ago as well, George Hill, who was waived by the Philadelphia 76ers, we talked about that, He is now going to the Milwaukee Bucks after clearing waivers. And this is very interesting because the Philadelphia 76ers that, you know, we all tweeted out, why didn't you keep this guy at least in terms of a sign and trade or a matching a salary or something like that? Now you let him walk and essentially, you know, you you waived them before his $10 million became guaranteed. And now he's heading over to another Eastern Conference team. And that's interesting. And now with this signing of George Niang, it is possible, guys, that Danny Green, very possible that he is not returning to the Sixers. Let's talk about why. The reason I, I took a little bit to make this video is because I, I'm trying to find out the most accurate information. At the end of the day, we're just not going to know yet. But according to Kyle Newbeck, George Niang was signed using part of the non-taxpayer mid-level exception, which we talked about, $9.5 million. Um, and, and that's, really that, that's kind of where our leverage is coming from at this point. Because as we know, the Sixers sitting, you know, roughly $5 million under the luxury tax. And, you know, we just don't have any cap space. We don't have the flexibility. And that's why we're not out here making tons of signings, right? We signed Andre Drummond for a, a veteran's minimum, but we're not out here doing anything crazy because we don't have the cap space. However, our non-taxpayer mid-level is really our leverage point, And that is really the strong point that we are trying to use to get Danny Green back. But according to sources that I've been reading, Danny Green and the Sixers aren't even close on a deal, but it's also very interesting on the other hand, because a lot of the places that I thought, or the destinations I thought Danny Green would really be enticed to go to, like the Nets and the Knicks and the Lakers, right? Teams like that, they went out and signed pieces today. The Lakers signed literally every shooting guard you can think of on the free agent market. The New York Knicks retained Alec Burks for $10 million a year. And meanwhile, the the Brooklyn Nets went out and signed Patty Mills, who, by the way, for $6 million a year, um, that is a great deal. I thought we probably could have competed with that, but I guess we had our eyes on something else. Uh, But at the end of the day, maybe Danny Green ends up going to the Miami Heat. Now, the Sixers may end up moving him in a sign and trade. I know we still have the trade exception of $8.1 million, I believe it is, for the Al Horford trade. Maybe we try to acquire another exception with the Danny Green trade but you know don't get me wrong Danny Green could return to the Philadelphia 76ers however at this point it is looking a lot less likely because as we use part of the uh, non-taxpayer mid-level to sign George Niang, right? You're taking off the the 3.35 mil for this year, off of the 9.5. We're sitting at around, what, $6.2 million on that uh, mid-level exception. And Danny Green could return. But honestly, with that being our main vantage point right there, I don't think Danny Green is going to take a figure this low. He has already stated explicitly that he's also trying to win, but at the same time, he thinks he deserves, his dollar at this point in his career so i don't know if danny green is going to take a figure that low however just before i came on this video keith smith who is a uh, nba insider i love listening to this guy um on his show on youtube he came out and this is what he said george niang is signing with the philadelphia 76ers for an amount equal to the biannual exception, which is three point seven million dollars, which we are available to use, and he says the Sixers will decide later if they want to use the biannual exception or part of the mid-level exception to sign Niang depends on where they go with other signings first. I don't know if there's a certain you know time frame of when they're able to decide that. I don't really know. How this is going to play out, guys. But if George Niang is signed with the non taxpayer mid level exception, it is very unlikely that Danny Green is going to come back, which is surprising. And that means we're probably going to have to find another sharpshooter or a a, a three point shooter in free agency. And it would surprise me that we use part of the mid level to sign George Niang in that case, you know, if we really value him to be, you know, one of those top bench players. I don't know. We're going to just have to wait and find out what the accurate information is um you know pertaining to this deal but at the end of the day the Sixers get a backup for I guess we can be happy for now but let me tell you man so many dominoes are falling around the league it seems like the Lakers are getting everybody other teams are signing at this point i just really hope Daryl Morey has a plan up his sleeve because at the end of the day we still have a lot of work to do. Like I said before, the East is getting a whole lot tougher. We saw what the Chicago Bulls did today. There's so many teams out here improving. We cannot sit pat and we cannot do it for much longer. I hope we have a, a, a master plan in place. If not, things could go downhill quickly, but we will see. It's just a second day free agency. I want to hear all your thoughts down below in the comment section. What do you think of this signing? What do you think the next move is for the Sixers? Let me know all your thoughts. Appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.